Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. And so whatever my hand found to do, I was ready to do it. If I visited somewhere in some church that wasn't mine, I wasn't a member of it, but they wanted somebody to sweep the floor, I immediately volunteered to sweep the floor. Praise God. And you see, if you'll get busy for God, then when He gets ready for you to do something else, He'll know where to look for you. Are you listening to me? But if you're not busy, he'll know you wouldn't do it anyhow, so he'll no use him coming by your place. No use him talking to you because you wouldn't do it anyway. Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. This week we continue the teaching series from the archives by Kenneth E. Hagan, The Gifts and Callings of God. This will be a great day of faith-building teaching. Stay tuned. Plus, later in today's program, I'll give you details on how you can obtain this month's special faith-building offer. Now, here's Kenneth E. Hagan with today's message. If you have your Bibles open to Romans chapter 12, I'm going to read one verse from chapter 11 first, and then five verses from chapter 12. Romans chapter 11, verse 29. For the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. And then turning to Romans chapter 12, we shall begin to read with the fourth verse. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another having then gifts differing according to the grace that's given to us, whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith, or ministry, let us wait on our ministry, or he that teacheth on teaching, or he that exhorteth on exhortation, he that giveth, let him do it with simplicity, he that ruleth, with diligence, he that showeth mercy with cheerfulness. The Apostle Paul, writing to the saints at Rome, in this particular portion of Scripture that we read to you, uses the human body as an illustration of the body of Christ. And he said, For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that's given to us. Now there are four words in these scriptures that we read to you that we want to call your attention to, and those are the words gifts, calling, office, gifts, calling, office, three words that's important. We'll talk about another one in a minute. Now I want you to notice this, that too many times in the body of Christ, just because one person or even one minister is doing something, sometimes other folks want to do it. 
That don't mean they can't. They may not have the same calling. Whatever God calls you to do, he equips you to do it. I've always been one to listen very carefully and observe and make a mental note of it. I think I can speak today with a little bit of authority. I'm seeing some things today that I never said before. I know some things that I've never preached before. I never heard anybody else preach. And yet it's all in the word of God. When I'd show it to you, anybody that knows no more than you do would be able to see it. <laughs> because a 12-year-old kid with one eye and a half sense could see it. If it's laid right out in front of him, amen. Isn't that right? Well, listen to me. A number of years ago, in attending the Voice of Healing Convention, you know, Christ for the Nations used to be Voice of Healing. And attending the Voice of Healing Convention, some of we ministers between the services were standing around talking. One particular minister said he didn't have any particular calling to what he was doing, didn't know that God even told him to do it. But he said, I just simply said when he saw someone else doing some certain things, if that fellow can do it, I can. I made a mental note of that right then and wrote out there beside him, that man to die prematurely. He's dead today. Brother Lindsay said himself to me, concerning a certain minister because the Lord had spoken to my heart and gave me a prophecy and I gave it to Brother Lindsay and he locked it up in his safe. Then when it came to pass, he called me and said, Brother Hagin, I have this prophecy. I've forgotten all about it till this came to pass. And as I read this, it, it just hit it right on the nail. It happened just exactly the way the Lord gave it to you about two years before, you see. But then concerning this individual, Brother Lindsay said, the Lord dealt with me about this. And he said, I said to this man some years ago, now just use the gift that God gave you, the word gift or gift is in this text. Don't try to get over here in this area of ministry because you're not equipped to be in that area of ministry. And God didn't call you to do that. Brother Lindsay said, the man said to me, well, I know it, but I want to do it, so I'm going to do it. Well, he died prematurely. You see, it just doesn't pay to intrude in some of the man's office. Are you listening to me? Let's find our place in the body of Christ and then just function there until the Lord gets ready for us to do something else if he does. Now, sometimes I know with young people particularly, because once I was young, I began in the ministry at 17 years of age. I started pastoring my first church at 18 years of age. And so I think I know a little bit about the problems of youth with the calling of God burning in their heart, wanting to do something for God. But I tell folks, I got started preaching in jail. Now, I don't mean I was in jail. The young people said, you know, they were having a Tuesday night jail service and some of them could play a guitar and sing and somebody else could play an accordion. And so they said to me, Kenneth, uh, we're having jail services every Tuesday night. And, uh, you know, we can play and sing a few songs and testify a little bit, but really, and we've gotten one or two saved after we've testified some, but we really needed somebody to do a little preaching, you know, and get a little word into them. 
And, and do you know anybody? I said, yeah. They said, who? I said, me. <laughs> Amen. I just volunteered right then. I mean, if the door opened an inch, I just stuck my foot in it. Praise God. And somebody said to me, and I was Baptist in those days, but they said to me and over in the Christian church that they needed someone to help out in some areas. And so I just simply immediately volunteered. Praise the Lord. And I got to doing so much speaking over in the Christian church until... Uh, you know, and the young people for, in the Disciples of Christ, they call them Christian Endeavor, you know, until they sent me away, and I was a member of the Baptist Church, but they sent me away to the state uh, uh, convention to, to represent the young people from the Christian Church. Praise God. And so I spoke there. And then uh, it didn't make any difference to me if there's something to be done, I did it, or I helped do it. Praise God. As a Baptist boy, I... I visited the full gospel church because they believed in divine healing and I believed in divine healing. And the pastor said he wanted somebody, you know, to help to seal the building. It's an old tabernacle that had been built and no ceiling in it, no floor in it. And the winter time came along and, and the wind had whistled through that building. You'd freeze to death. And so I just volunteered, praise the Lord. And really to tell you the truth about it, about 90% of all the work that is done inside the building and sealing it, the pastor of the full gospel church and myself did it. I just volunteered, praise the Lord. And so whatever my hand found to do, I was ready to do it. If I visited somewhere in some church that wasn't mine, I wasn't a member of it, but they wanted somebody to sweep the floor, I immediately volunteered to sweep the floor. Praise God. And you see, if you'll get busy for God, then when he gets ready for you to do something else, he'll know where to look for you. <laughs> Are you listening to me? But if you're not busy, he'll know you wouldn't do it anyhow, so he'll no use him coming by your place. No use him talking to you because you wouldn't do it anyway. Sometimes people say, well, I just don't know what my place is and I'm waiting to find out. Well, they'll be waiting 10 years from now if they're not careful and doing nothing. But I'll tell you what you do. Do whatever your hand finds to do. Praise God. And you'll find as you're busy working for God, he'll open up other doors to you and he'll witness to your spirit and to your heart just what he does want you to do. Now, I've never have had some of the problems that uh, some folks have had in, in, in knowing about the calling of God. That's just something that I always knew myself. I mean, just as far back as I can remember, even when I was a little, little child, I knew that. Some folks said, now, how did you know that? If I can find out how you knew it, then I'll know how I'll know it. Well, just by an inward witness. By an inward witness. I just knew it on the inside of me. And that's something that I, I never doubted in my life. I've never had a shadow of a doubt about the calling of the Lord. Never. Much less the doubt. I mean, no doubt ever entered my mind. There's some things that's never bothered me that's bothered other folks. I don't understand it, but I, it's so nonetheless. Some folks, because I talk to them all the time, they don't know whether they're saved or not. You know, the thought never occurred to me in the last 41 years that I wasn't saved. The thought never even came to my mind. 
I never even had a shadow of a doubt, much less a doubt about it. Not one single time did the devil ever say to me, or any thought ever come to my mind, maybe you're not saved. And then another thing is that some folks are so afraid they're not going to make the rapture. I've never doubted that for 41 years. A thought never occurred to me you might not make the rapture. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. We have some books that will help you in being success in your life. And if you just accepted Christ as your Savior, these will help you to fulfill your destiny right. in life. And also, you know, we got graduations coming up. How to fulfill your divine destiny, biblical principles for accomplishing God's plan for your life. And then my book, and this is what I live by, I cannot be defeated and I will not quit. If you won't quit, you'll come out on top. That's and right. And then my dad has a CD series called The Gifts and Callings of God. And of course, dad has gone home to be with the Lord now, but we still have his ministry on CD. Yes. This is a really good series. So all three of these together is really a $47.90 retail value. Mm-hmm. That's right. But because we want to get them yes. into your hands so that they can help you, we're giving them at thirty-four ninety-five. That is that's almost almost a thirteen dollars yeah, saving. Twelve ninety-five. That's, that's so right. What, five cents for being that's a thirteen dollars right. saving. Call now one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Don't delay. Get this powerful destiny package today. Call one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. That's one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagen Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. Don't forget, for faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagen, The Gifts and Callings of God. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.